you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. It's Man, we got a great episode. Mm-hmm. We got one. We have one of the pretty Premier, good premier premier route runners, mm-hmm. right? He can run some routes. He was in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, took a nice, pretty good contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, great leadership in Chicago. Things didn't go well, as you know. If you're a Chicago fan, you saw very quickly uh, they went from sugar. To blue cheese really fast. <laughs> and we're talking about Allen Robinson. Yes. And we've got him for a Let's Talk Ball episode that I know for sure really excited about being able to dig into. You mentioned the, his tenure with the Jaguars, more recently his tenure with the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a good one, man. D- did you think I was a little bit hard on him? Nah. You? Never. Really? <laughs> oh, wow. I But I, I did have to hold his feet to the fire on some of his things because I know personally when you make some professional mistakes how much they can stick with you and i love how he owned his professional mistakes well that's the name of this podcast right cut to it we're gonna cut to it we can get the right information and matter of fact we're gonna cut to it and get straight into this interview how are you doing brother welcome to the cut to it podcast Doing well. I am your resident, Mr. Know-It-All, Steve Smith Sr., and then I got backstage Joe, and then my accomplished co-host and one of my best friends, Gerard Littlejohn. Let's talk ball. Man, I'm really in- I'm, I'm intrigued to talk ball, um, but I'm also, uh, I'm also excited because I can remember – when you're with a long, when you're with an organization and you transition, right? You with the Jaguars, man. That, that was your squad, bro. You was you were putting up big numbers. You know you uh, uh, you guys were doing well. You took a team that was doing well. They faltered, and then they got two. They got you, and all of a sudden things changed, and you gave them hope. Really? And then you crushed their dreams. <laughs> And you chase that bag. How dare you? You go to Chicago. So, I mean. We're going to. We, why did you. Why did you sign. With the Chicago Bears. Coming out of. Coming out of free agency. So. Coming out of free agency. Um. For me personally, uh, I feel like I got a lot of, I feel like I have great foresight into my career 
and kind of, you know, the direction that I wanted to go mm. and things like that. And seeing who the Bears were bringing in at the time, you know, to to coach at the quarterback position and kind of the, the, the culture and the team and style of play that they were trying to build. I personally saw that I was a perfect scheme fit for that, mm. you know, and and being able to be moved around, being able to run different routes, you know. Um, I didn't want to just be a person who was just running uh, go balls and stops. Go you know? stops and slants. To, you don't want to just do that, huh? Nah, I wanted to play in the slot a little bit. You know, mm. I wanted to get in some one-by-three formations and be number three, be number two, you know, play on the outside a little bit. You know, I wanted to be able to to showcase and 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 put my entire skill set to the test. Okay, so – What what was what was your thought in free agency? Like you coming out, you going into free agency, you got we don't I, I'm not concerned about it. We don't want to mention all the other teams, mm-hmm. but you had some teams and you picked Chicago. But why did you believe a scheme was important? I, one, I believe that I could fit into many different schemes. But to be specific, from the concepts and from different things that was being ran, also with the with with the culture that I heard from other players, even from Kansas City, that was being brought in, I thought that that would be that would be perfect for me to kind of because at that time I was coming off an injury as well. Mm-hmm. So it was it was it, me kind of like reiterating who I was as a player was big. And I wanted to, and I wanted to make sure that you know I had the perfect situation mm-hmm. for me to be able to do that. You know, for me to kind of be able to not reintroduce myself, but when you sit out for a whole season because of an injury, you know, people tend to forget. You know, and it's a lot of different things that kind of you know go over people's head. And for me, I wanted to get into a situation where I could show exactly who I was, and again, I could put my skill set and I could put who I was as a player on display. So scheme, culture, what else was it about the organization that drew you in to take that trip? Also, Chicago is close to home. Um, that was another factor. I had, I had played I had played far away from home. Uh, not far, but decently far away from home for a good little while. I think mm-hmm. prior to me being in Chicago, the closest I had played from a driving standpoint was about seven and a half hours and I was in college at, at, at Penn State, mm-hmm. you know, and even even over the past years for me, this is the most that my family has been able to come to see me play since high school. Hmm. Why? why so, was, how important has that been now that you've lived that? Extremely important. Um, extremely important, um, especially not to, not to fast forward, but especially, you know, this past year, you know, being able to, you know, have my family and being able to, for them to, you know, be be close to me, you know, and be able to come to games and things like that. You know, it's a great feeling. You know, mm-hmm. again, I mean, it's it's one thing when you kind of just playing and kind of you know experiencing and trying to embrace everything you know by yourself. But mm-hmm. when you have you know, when I have my parents and my sister, you know, and, and some of my friends coming to games and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, it's just a different feeling, it, man. It's it a, adds it's more. A, huh? a much different. Feeling. It it adds a lot more because again, I mean. For me personally, you know, my career, how I look at my career, I've never looked at it as far as, you know, just me, you know, like, like, like every time I put on my jersey, every time I think about my family, I think about the people who've been watching me and who've been coming to the games and in the stands since I was seven years old, hmm. you know, and being able to, and being able to have that, being able to have them there, you know, a lot, you know, from my entire time in Chicago, you know meant a lot to me, you know, and, and I think that we all as a, as a family and everything like that truly embraced that. And it, and it, and it was, and it's been a, a great experience. Hmm. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed on the why. Take us through. Did you take any other visits than Chicago or you just fell in love with Chicago? Like you was a cheap, a cheap date. <laughs> nah, I, I didn't take no visits, oh, but um, cheap for going, my, <laughs> that boy got that. Hey, my, they told you how much money they was gonna pay. You say you know what? <laughs> it's close to home. It's a pretty good bag. Yeah. I'm looking at his backdrop. Of, <laughs> right, you're like you know what? Shoot, this ain't too bad. 
I can see myself here. I can kick my feet up. Yeah, I can see myself here. He took, he, look, he, he took his hat off his head. He's like, let me see if the wind blows in my hair. Right? Just I, I, When I went to Baltimore and I did, I just took my, I just see if the wind blow on my scalp. <laughs> I had lost all my hair by then. So, you, you, but, uh, what, yeah, I, I ain't taking my business. I ain't taking my business. Um, Why not? My first time experiencing free well i didn't know this but i mean ex- free agency had it just it was going so fast, fast. Yeah. like it was you start to panic like, didn't it's, you it's not how you expect like you just kind of sit back and chill like you know like let me like yeah i'm uh, like let me see what's over here now nah, it's going fast oh. like much fat much faster than i had expected for that being my first time in free agency so you got you no know, answer so, um, it was did you get antsy and nervous a little bit uh, a little bit, a yeah. little bit for sure, a little bit, yeah. and more so for me. Um, more so because again, me coming off my injury, uh, going into free agency personally. I mean, everybody you know tells you you know uh, the things you have people around you you know who have a lot of knowledge of the situation, but you know deep down, you know you obviously are hoping for the best situation and best scenario. But I tell everybody when you when you sitting up there uh, in a uh, in a knee brace and as the season is progressing about to end. You know, you have no idea what's going to be next. Yes. You know, you have no idea the situation, the circumstances, no idea. So for me, um, I definitely was a little antsy when it kind of came down to it. But you know, as as it as it progressed, you know, um, um, definitely definitely calmed down a little bit. So you you were sitting in a knee brace. You're sitting around. <clears throat> Psychologically, what were what was going on internally for you as you sustained a major injury? To some degree, there's there's probably some question of will I return back to me? Yeah. Then you got to enter free agency. Then you got to enter free agency. What was going on in, in, inside? Give us the real. Don't give it. Don't 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 give us the agent. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just you're gonna get the best version of Allen Robinson after this injury <laughs> that you possibly can. Like is I want to know how you did your mock interviews. No, you. Just, I just that's hear the guy. You. I see. I hear some of the guys yeah. now, and they that's what they say, and I'm going. Yeah. That that ain't the real answer when you're sitting there in a knee brace with, you know, 18, six months into the injury and you get up in the early morning because you got to pee and you take a step and something goes, your knee goes, boy, you ain't ready yet. I, I'll say this. The day, because I got injured the third play of the season, I had one catch for, I think, 18 yards. And and it was my contract year. And I was in the locker room, and I, and I specifically remember this. I remember sitting in my locker, and mind you, the game is still going on. And I looked up, and I said, I said I'm going to give myself five minutes to grieve. And after that five minutes, I said, I'm putting that past me. Everything from this point forward, wow. it's going to be getting myself back to who and what I need to be. Because I knew I couldn't let myself – go this go to the left you know mm-hmm. and also I didn't want and I and I specifically uh, remember this as well right after my mom called me um and then my mom asked me like how are you and I could hear the pain in her voice you know and when she heard me say like I'm good like I'm good mm-hmm. I'm gonna be good I could tell that that like took any kind of anxiety or anything off of her as well, which is something, like I said before, man, my family is very, very close to me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and even in those times, if you kind of got to be the strength of everybody, you know, around you, because again, people people are living this same thing, like through you, you know, from my mom, my dad, my sister. So for me, it was, I couldn't let myself be down for the people around me to just mm-hmm. see me down, you know, because that wasn't going to do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. So in that, so in that, I put that past me and from then on, it was just kind of, getting to work, you know, and even as you're kind of progressing that, you know, you still don't know exactly what and how you'll be mm-hmm. when that time comes. Like, I remember watching games and seeing dudes make cuts, you know, I'm still, mind you, like I'm fresh off of crutches, you know, and I'm like, damn, that's a, that's a hell of a cut, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have that in your heads and it's like, but once you kind of, you know, start to get back on the field and, and, and you still progress, you know, sometimes with injuries like that, you know, the small wins, are just ones that you got to take, you know, until you back. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about injuries, you know, 
it's so hard because each individual guy, the significance of his injury is 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 worse or or, or easier or better than the next, right? And here you say you gave yourself five minutes, man. I mean, I remember if I were to say, I mean, I gave myself five minutes when I tore my Achilles in Baltimore. Bro, I woke up the next day like ah, it must have been a dream. Man, I took that step and I and I and the floor felt like flat with an arch in it. Nah, that wasn't a dream. That <laughs> that thing really happened, right? And so I I had a whole like the I tore it, felt it, went to sleep, woke up. I was like, yep, no, nope, it was real. <laughs> and so for me, it started all over again. And then when I was rehabbing, I had those. You know, I had those God moments where, Lord, I need your help because uh, I don't think I'm strong enough to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just me. Right? I, I had accomplished so many things and, and I played well enough. But I had that doubt in my head. And I, I struggled. I I worked as hard as I could and that still was not going to fix my Achilles. And that was new to me. That was a different. That was a that was a different place. I've never been in that place. So uh, it's. I'll say this. Yeah. I I'll say this honestly, and again, not to fast forward too much, but no, you, it's your it's your story. I actually, I probably would say this year tougher on me than that year. Mm. Why? That year, I felt like once I once I got hurt, it was about me kind of controlling everything that I could control. You were, it was you were the in the driver's seat. Stuff. Can I you say you, one more time? I said you were in the driver's seat. It, and it was just more so like, you know, like I said before, once I got hurt, it's like, okay, like, well, this is what I could do and these is the kind of steps. So it's like, not that I don't have a choice, but it's like, this is this is where I'm at, this is where it's going. As opposed to this year, I felt it was so much out of my control. And for me as a person, anybody who knows me knows anything that bothers me the most, frustrates me the most, causes me to be most angry or anything is things that I cannot control. Mm. Oh, that's life. (laughs) If I can control it, if I can control it, I'm good. If I drop a ball, I'm good. I I can control that. I I can make another play. I can improve here. I can do this. I can do that. But now, once you start factoring in things that's out of my control, mm-hmm. now you really start missing. You know what I'm saying? So, now it's now it's frustration. So how is like that, that? How is that working out for you right now? Then, if if you are good with control, but you are struggling with not controlling things, because I mean, I, I I know you're you're a fantastic football player, but I mean, outside of that, there's pretty much nothing else. Like there's a let's say if if the list is a thousand, there's probably twenty things. I'll give you eighty. Hell, I'll give you hundred and fifteen things you can control. Yeah. Then there's about what? Yeah. There's about eight. So, there's some things you got the illusion of control on. Yes. So how are you? You know, you don't have control life. over everything. Yeah. Like that's life. Yeah. Are you you a yeah. parent? Are you a parent yet? Yes. Oh, how many kids you got? One. Oh, okay. How how old is your child? Boy, girl? He's three. Three? He's yep. three. Oh, you can't control so it. She's you, just she's three. She's just oh, she's it's a girl. Brother, yeah, let me tell you something. Buckle up. If you She's think, controlling you. Yeah. She, yeah, now nah, now nah, again. Yeah. I'm speaking in terms of more so specifically football. Yeah. We, I I, I understand to, what you I conceptually I understand what you're attempting to talk about, but I'm telling you. We're talking about life, who you are beyond the football player. You can control the route you're going to run after they tell you what route you're running. Isn't that fair yeah. to say? Definitely is. All right, so you, you're trying to control after you get on the bus. <laughs> right? And so that's – so would you say that type of – that thought process soured the relationship with you being in Chicago? Because here's what I and before you answer, I, I I'll let you stew on that. It was a report after losing a playoff game that you didn't speak to your head coach from January till July. 
how is that possible? And why do you why did you believe that that was appropriate? Now this OG talking to you. This ain't. I know you feel like it's okay to do that, but I'm telling you as a people that are listening to this and people that see football players, bro, they don't care about your feelings. You're getting paid a king's ransom with the bag you've received and the bags that I received. We both have lived thousand lifestyles of kings and you got people that are paying from flint michigan to los angeles to charlotte that are to go to one game in a whole year they may have to save up six months of their salaries or six months of their hourly wage sal uh, uh payments of jobs how many burgers they've had to flip how many investments they've had to do how many cars they've had to park whatever it is that they had to do and you over here ain't talking to your supervisor, a person that God has put in your life as, as someone that you're supposed to report to. You ain't talked to him for six, seven, eight months. Why? Now, if I could correct you a little bit. It you wasn't that I, I, I wasn't I there. I was asleep, it actually. That, it wasn't that I didn't talk to him. Yeah. We didn't talk. I like and that. And I'm going to say... Yeah. I'm going to say we didn't talk because from the time the season ended yeah. on the plane after the Saints game, right? Uh -huh. The following 24 to 48 hours is some form of exit meetings. Yeah, there is. So, you know, for us, because of COVID, that was supposed to be scheduled with the with the head coach and management yeah. or however they were coordinating that with that via Zoom. Mm -hmm. Talk to the receiver coach, talk to equipment, everybody else. Few days go by, no Zoom link. Okay. Week go by, no Zoom link. So let me ask you. Hold on now. Let me see. Hold hold up your right hand. Go like this. He's oh they work. I know you know the text, so you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't text him. Now, honestly, uh, what? No, you what? couldn't text. Nah. No, I could have. I oh, could okay. Have. Why'd you feel like you couldn't? Yeah. Why didn't you? No, it wasn't that I didn't feel like I couldn't. It's just, you know, at that at that particular time, it's okay. We're having exit meetings where you normally talk about. Yeah. I the, just the, just the, to the put. Hold on. Before you answer, just to put myself on front street. Man, I ain't do no damn exit meeting. I wasn't. I you never, need, you never. For what? What I need exit meeting for? I know I'll be back next year. Y'all get y'all shit together. <laughs> so I'm just telling you what I did. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming from a, how dare you. I'm coming from, I never did exit meeting. I need to do one exit meeting. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Agent A9 run his routes. Y'all give me some guys that I can play with, and y'all block, and hey, we good. So I didn't need no exit meeting. I didn't even clean out my locker. So, Hell, I don't need to clean out my locker. I'll be here next week. <laughs> so so, that I, so I'm saying all that to, to, to tell you, one, man, you're a hell, you don't have the reputation I have. You have a stellar reputation. Your reputation is you're an even-keeled dude, that you're a hard worker like me. You're a grinder. But the difference that I don't have, that the luxury you have is you don't have a reputation of being a distraction. I do, and I'm willing to own it. But when you don't talk to your coach, when you don't, when you don't take the initial step, and you're a daddy, you're a leader. When you don't take that initial step, you can't expect other men who may be lacking in something to take that step in which is made for you to re be responsible to take that step. Because that wide receiver's room, who's the leader in that wide receiver's room? I mean. Okay, because I don't want to call Mike and ask him now because I know what he's going to tell me. All right, you. So why did you not take that step to show them, yeah, you upset? Yeah, you disappointed. But also, also squad, let's get on the same page so we could be better so this doesn't happen next year. And at that point, it was, I mean, I was a I was a pending free agent at that point. I didn't know which direction mm. they were wanting to go in either way or not. So for me, I'm waiting for the exit meeting. So, okay, so we could talk about this thing. What's What's you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what do y'all see or or think in the foreseeable future mm. 
just to give me an idea. So for me, if, if, if it's supposed to be a Zoom link sent out to me, cool. All right, I'm waiting for that Zoom link. So now we can chop it up and see, you know, see, see what's up. Even from a, even from a football side, from cool. how do we improve on I next like year? Yeah, yeah. And I'm week go by. I'm no Zoom link. Two weeks, no, no Zoom. Zoom link. January, no Zoom link. Now we you in now February. we in the February. No Zoom link. And nope. Did you? Did, and, so, so let me ask you this then. Let me re- reverse it. You win a lotto. You waiting for the lotto folks to call you? Or you gonna <laughs> let them know that you got this lotto ticket? You gonna let them know? Okay, I for just, sure. just want to make sure. sure. I just want to make sure. And, and the reason I'm I'm saying that is I got to go back to your character. This is out of character for you. Why? I see you snicker. I see you snicker because. Or better yet, what is your character? Well, I I, I thought we on trial, so I was I was I was testifying for him because I. Bro, yeah, so he said, every time I I'm trying to pick under rocks and mm-hmm. and talk to people, man, they have nothing but great things to say about them. Yeah, but they also say this behavior was so out of character that they're trying to figure out why and how. And that's why I'm trying to figure out why and how because you got when you leave or stay, there got you got fans that are gonna say, man, I love what he did on the field and I love how I interacted with him in the community, and I'm gonna ride with him whichever way. But you gotta clarify and figure out and 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 decode the Allen Robinson for this that's this time that didn't get the Zoom link. Cause you are a leader. I I'm saying it. I don't know if Matt Nagy was the right leader for this team. But if you have the right leadership in a locker room like you are a part of, you can always overcome the bad schemes, or the improvement needed in coaching. And I agree. And to move forward at that point in time and kind of how the season went and the conversations that were had, you know, I didn't know if they wanted me to continue to lead. Hmm. So for me, I wasn't going to call them and ask them, do y'all, do y'all want me to – do y'all want hey like 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 what's up what's y'all plan do y'all yeah, want me yeah. to leave because to me it seemed as if their message was clear hmm. you know i mean because again it wasn't like you know it wasn't like i said i was gonna call this person and didn't to me i didn't know if they wanted me to lead or not wow. and once we get okay. once the time progresses you know I don't get, I don't, I never get that Zoom link. Me, me and coach never chop it up. Mind you, and as a person who this is my everything prior to this point, this is my guy. Mm. Well, you know, okay. like from so day one. Why did why why was he your guy? What did, from day one, what did he tell you? And I and this isn't, uh, I'm gonna say, and before you say it, take a deep breath. I want you to say I want you to explain to the fans you football relationships. Because I don't want you to talk about him and, and attack his character or who he is as a man. I want you to talk about his character and your character as a man. Because that sometimes a lot of fans don't understand not all not every coach conducts themselves as a professional man. Just like not every football player conducts themselves as a professional man. There are times I conducted myself as a immature little punk in my football career. There, and then there's other times where I was a hot-headed, mature, but immature businessman. And for me and him since day one, our coach-to-player relationship and communication had been great since 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 the time I stepped foot in that building. Great's a, great's a powerful word. And when I say great, I mean as far as concepts that we run and concepts that, you know, we kind of, that he may have saw me run in Jacksonville or certain things as far as how could we make this thing get better and how can we be better, you know, constantly. You know, that was that was the focus. Okay, what are you seeing here? What are you seeing there? Or, you know, certain plays, you know, even if we in a little rut as a as a as an offense or as a team, you know, we, we're still talking, you know, how you feeling about this? How you feeling about so the comp sort of Communication had always been there. So, so what you're telling? Let me summarize it. So, what you're telling me is you were part of the process, and 
and then it seemed possibly you would be transitioning out of there. You were unaware of where you stood. And so now you felt that you were no longer part of the process. Yes. Hmm. So when did things... And, go ahead, go and ahead, as, go my con- my, as my contract is ending, um, because again, after that season, um, I had played on my contract. So as that's ending, you know, obviously I'm a free agent with the cap you know, going down how it did last year, I had no idea at all what the circumstances of it was going to be. You know, once we get, you know, past the time of, okay, is it possible, is a franchise tag possible and things like this, there's so many different things based on the cap and things mm-hmm. like that. So whereas it wasn't like it was any kind of, you know, conclusion that was going to be foresaw. You know, it just was okay. Like, again, I'm not, I haven't communicated or I haven't heard from this person. You know, nobody's, you know, my agent hasn't heard anything. So up until an hour before the franchise tag deadline, I, I thought I was going to be a free agent. Mm, so, you know, what? and with that being looming, yeah. I didn't, if I'm be a free agent and that is the case, then, okay, that's cool. I, it's no hard feelings. There's no anything, but it's not, you know, I didn't feel as if I should call and say, Hey, like, 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 where's the contract? You know, like, what we gonna do? It's like, cool. If y'all want me to be a free agent, y'all want me to be a free agent. Like, there's nothing else I could do about that. Like, I can't, I can't make y'all not make me a free agent. You yeah. know. You so you you got a little antsy, frustrated with the process because you were no longer part of the process, which meant ultimately he was out of he was out of his comfort zone because of the you weren't in control of it anymore. A little bit frustrated yes i also think that i'm the type of person where if if the next chapter was going to be me being a free agent i was good with it mm-hmm. and when i say i was good with that i you know at this time last year cool if if if, if my contract isn't going to be extended or if we aren't working through any of that i don't have any gripe i don't have yeah. any hard feelings i don't have i also don't think if i'm about to be a free agent and it's nothing for me to communicate to. It's like, I mean, to me, it was, you know, they were speaking through actions or whatever the case may be with, with the lack of communication or anything. Mm-hmm. Because again, this is a league where even when I left Jacksonville, before I left, I talked to, at that time, it was Tom Coughlin, the GM, and Coach Marone. We had a great conversation. Ultimately, I didn't sign back um, for whatever reason, but it wasn't that, you know, it was just okay. We don't know what's going on. Or we yeah. don't hear nothing. Haven't heard nothing or anything. Yeah, I mean, and then once that point hit, I'm like, okay, well, I guess, I guess the writing's on the wall. Well, the other part is you also got a, you are at a disadvantage. You have one of the best communicators, whether you liked his messaging or not, with Tom Coughlin, right? And I'm saying best communicators where you knew where you stood. Yeah. I don't agree with how he said it, but at least you knew where you stood. Like you weren't walking in, you weren't walking in the office. Going, I think he likes me. You, you had the benefit of communication. Yeah, you too much communication, <laughs> almost a little bit. Like you walk in there, you go, man, I wonder how he's staying. You walk out of there, go, Shh, I know I'm out this, I'm out this booch. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, and again, and and that was the last, that was the only kind of experience that yeah. I had with my contract ending and about to be a pending free agent. I love Cut To It, and I I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at Cut To It on Instagram. What about Twitter? At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at CutToItPodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cut to it podcast.com. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. You didn't have a lot of history, but the past history with Jacksonville and Tom Coughlin was this. And so now you come to a new organization and it's slightly different, right? And your temperament and what and expectations and, and how things were in the beginning, it, everything changed. And so you, you, you tried to maneuver through it the best you could. Wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. Definitely have seen worse car crashes, right? So now you're in 2021. You're going through the season. I believe you had got you you got COVID, right? Um, y'all draft some linemen that can't play. You get yeah. a you get a quarterback that's uh, dynamic, and man, you you out there, uh, you, you're not catching any passes. How, how do we bad. how do we go from coming off a of two back to back thousand yard two, season? Thou, wow, yeah, two thousand plus yards to to, to this season. That boy, you went from a locomotive, a G5, to a trike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that was a lot of the frustration that, you know, was going on through the course of the season because I had saw how I was used and how they were deploying me to, to defenses in years prior. Hold on, hold on. Dumb that down for some of us, right? Simplify that. What do you mean? You, you, the years before you were being used as what? The the number one, the go to, or decoy? Yes, yes. Decoy. The number one. Or, concept, okay. Concepts that we're that we're running, you know, um, where I have been maybe at number two in this concept based on this defense and stuff like that. Like again, I'm not I'm not running it, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it may be an example. Like I went. One of our main, uh, one of our heavier concepts was deep cross. You know, I go through 17 games and I don't run a deep cross the entire season. Mm. Wow. So, okay. So how do you handle that? Yeah. Don't, don't tell me about what they, don't tell me about what they. How are you adjusting to this? Yeah. They, they didn't let you, they didn't allow you to run any more deep crosses. And the reason why they didn't allow you to run any more deep crosses is because they had some other receivers that they wanted to get the ball to because, of limitations of things, how they changed, right? If you run that deep cross, then the young fresh leg guy that they want to showcase, right? And I call that artificially making that guy the playmaker, right? They put him in a position to make him run the route that they know is the first read. And lo and behold, he is the first read. They throw it to him. How are you handling now seeing Basically, your career change in front of you on the field. It was uh, it was extremely frustrating, and it was 
something to whereas, you know, for me, I never, I didn't want to devalue the character and the person and player who I've, you know, worked and built myself to be. That you are, uh, that you have. That I am, you know, by my frustration, mm-hmm. you know, and I also didn't want to be a distraction and take away from what the ultimate task and goal is at hand, which is to, you know, win games, to have a top five offense and mm-hmm. to do these things. But at the same time, when it's like, when I obviously see my role changing and I'm mm-hmm. not being utilized, used how I have been prior. And, you know, we're also, as we're going through the course of the season, we're a bottom three offense, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, it's hard to just accept that. That was the hardest thing was just to be content mm. with what was going on and how it was happening and to just sit there and just, you know, be content with, it, you know. Um, so let me ask you, you had COVID. Now, I, I read some reports that, oh, you lost weight. The reason why you are, I, I'm asking, you weren't utilized and you weren't featured anymore because you had COVID? Or because you believe things were changing for whatever reason? Oh, because I believe things were things were changing. You okay. know? And, and, it, and, and it happens, and, though. It does happen. For, for whatever reason you want, right? One thing about football people don't really realize, right? There's a few positions that age doesn't factor. Actually, age factors in, in kind of the concept of wine. As you get older... In the National Football League, the only two positions that allow you to get older and they don't, unless something drastic happens, they don't really look at you like you the plague, is quarterback. As you get older, quarterback, you get more money. You look, you, you're actually um, valued more as you become an older quarterback, especially ones that actually can read defenses, right, and who can retain information and and be able to – construct and deconstruct an offense, right? Can tell you the can tell you the offense from the back of their hand and kickers. That's it. Running backs, you get older, you hit 30, man, get out of here. Yeah. Wide receivers, tight ends, ah, get out of here. That market changes. Oh, that market changes. In the NFL, the younger you are, the more money you make. You the every year you get older, they go, man, we got to get him out of here. Right. He 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 because the old adage is you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Right. But they need to throw that other one in there. What one year older means one year closer <laughs> to retirement from from their perspective. Gone fishing. So as things are changing, how do you believe from your standpoint? Let's let's play devil's advocate. Do you believe the way you operated and allowed your frustration to get the best of you? Do you believe you could have handled it better sitting in front of me today? Communication-wise, yeah, I think so. Um, Explain. From a, from, Explain the communication-wise. Because what I don't want you to do is make it all, you know, I think <clears throat> I think in the society we are right now, athletes don't want to take ownership. I know the hell I didn't when I was playing. It was always somebody else's fault, right? Again, I'm just, I'm, I'm just exposing myself, right? What could you have done? to improve because you are not going to not be on a team next year. But people are going to ask, what happens when Allen Robinson is not getting his passes? Can he handle the mental adjustments of football? Because he showed us, or we heard in Chicago, little adversity. He's from Michigan, but I don't know if he really forward tough. And for me, like I said, based on the communication, maybe off-season-wise or something like that, yeah, I think that could have been better. Okay. I think once we got to the season, with all this frustration and stuff that was going on, the only way that I know is I, this year I practiced harder. Mm. I tried to I tried to perfect more of my craft just based off the simple fact of the opportunities, if they were going to be limited, the ones that I was going to get, I, I tried to make sure that I was ready to mm. be able to take full advantage of those opportunities mm. with the ones that were being dealt to me. Obviously, you know, you get a game like Cincinnati game where I have a drop, you know, but 
that's that's not even you know for me it's it's, it's ball you know what i'm saying players like that yeah yeah you could always take some plays back and for me as a player I'm always trying to critique myself on how I could be better. Mm-hmm. So if that was even this year, even on certain routes, if we'll come back to the huddle and practice or whatever, you know, whether if it's Andy or Nick or whoever's in in or not in and watching, I'm, you know, c- trying to communicate to them, yo, what are you seeing? What do you think I could do better here? What do you think I could do better here? Rather than that, you know, cut your split a little bit on this, uh, on this, on this boot to the right so that maybe you could get, you know, in the quarterback vision. A little bit better or maybe you can you know things like that i tried to make sure that i would communicate to those guys and you know um and really kind of leaned on my teammates some of that to just kind of say like yo like like what you think what you think about this route you know even even some of the other guys in the room you know where i'm we watching film or something yo what you think here what you think here asking the quarterbacks what you think here what you think here because i just wanted to maximize the opportunities that i was going to have no matter how frustrating it may have been you mentioned before um the next chapter how are you approaching the next chapter in your life now i can say man i i'm looking forward to it from a standpoint that years like this for me make it special because you remember why you played a game and i'm sitting here in january whatever it is and i'm looking forward to it man i can't i can't i can't wait to you know get to work and and start to, you know, build for next year, you know, and because again, for me, it's like you said before, man, I, coming off of 2000 yard seasons, coming off of 200 catches, you know, I was looking to continue to ascend, you know, from, from a numbers perspective, obviously, but as a player as well. And for me, you know, based on whatever the circumstances is or was, you know, that's what I have to sit with throughout this entire off season, which again, I'm not, am I frustrated with it? Yeah. Am I mad at it? No. And the reason why I'm not mad at it is because that that fire, you know, is lit. You know, every time I go to work out, every time I'm getting some PT, you know, I got a goal and a mission in mind. Well, listen, <clears throat> I appreciate you taking that time to kind of break it down on Let's Talk Ball because I think it's extremely important for not just our fans, your fans, but people to hear the knowledge and also the emotional side of, of playing football. Listen, I'm I'm the worst case study known to mankind. Is uh, well, I think it's probably some worse people. Whatever, we're not gonna mention no names. Uh, that yeah, let's not, let's not indict nobody. <laughs> they indict themselves, right? <laughs> but I understand your frustration, but I also think you ha- you have a you have an opportunity that some men don't get. You got an opportunity to rewrite it now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, what you did or what you said or how you behaved may turn a few people off. But when they get you in the building and they see how genuine you are, how remorseful you are, how you also are driven and performance-based. And sometimes when we're so driven from sports performance-based, it sometimes frustrates us and it puts a lot of pressure and makes us do things at that moment that at times – can be out of character, but if happens long, if it happens enough times, it becomes who we are. And just like anything else, you know, when you grow up in Detroit, you grow up in Lexington, you grow up in Vegas, you grow up in Los Angeles. If you're around something and operate a certain way for so long, it becomes who you are, good or bad, right? But you are for tough because God knew you were gonna be handled, handed these shortfalls, these circumstances, these obstacles, getting injured, having probably one of the strongest-minded and stubborn general managers, presidents known to the National Football League with Tom Coughlin. And then you go to the Chicago, a storybook franchise, and it becomes frustrating not because you can't play, it's because you guys have some beasts, you got some pro bowlers, some all decade players on your team and y'all go from y'all go from uh uh sugar to blue cheese, right? Like that. And so now, man, you got a chance that some people will give their left arm for is to rewrite it and to make it right. Man, I hope you get that opportunity and I believe you will. Because like I said, you built for a tough, man. You from one of the toughest cities out there. 
right? And you got that opportunity. So I, I expect that you will kick ass and take names, right? I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, like you know, this, this offseason already for me, you know, has been such a, like I said before, man, I'm every day, whether if it's physical therapy stuff or if it's training, I'm locked in, man. Man, love connecting with you. Man, I look forward to see where you go. You may end up staying in Chicago. You may not. But, uh, man, look forward to it. Um, I appreciate it, man. I really do. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent. And most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut to It LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut to It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi. Social media team, Wesley Robinson and John Show from Balto Creative Media. Cut to it is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Lebrecht, production coordinator Taylor Robinson. Theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.